0: Welcome in, everybody. This is the Too Fat to Play podcast. I am your host, Austin. With me, as always, is everybody's four f- favorite four-fingered co-host, Ryan. What's going on, guys? Just this is, so this everybody intro has knows. taken three tries. I don't know what's wrong with me. There's a reason I open this show, and it's because every time we start, Ryan can't get words out of his mouth, and apparently that has rotated. So, here we are. This has been fun. I am... Not sure. I wish how... you guys,
1: I, we should not have deleted oh, the first two takes. I should have brought those in as, as bloopers uh, somewhere. Um, that was good stuff. You guys that missed was, out. That was stuff. Uh, lesson learned not deleting anything like that ever again. We, we might remove it from a show and we'll just have to montage it all at the end of the season because that oh, was good
0: stuff. What a way to start this thing. Anyhow, guys. Thank you for joining us again. Uh, as always, if you uh, like us, follow us, whatever. Enjoy the show. Um, Want to hit us up? Too fat to play, Austin. Too fat to play, Ryan. Uh, we're gonna try and get a little more personality in here, as you can tell by the little more leniency we have on some stuff. We we realize we've kind of gotten a little stagnant and a little little stiff-shouldered here, so we're gonna try and introduce a little more personality back into these episodes. Try and get trying. Be a little more us of we kind of we both kind of feel like we've been a little starchy. Yeah,
1: it, it's been a lot of just talking football. You haven't, I don't think either one of us have been able to really show who we are. Obviously, you kind of get some of it in our game takes and our hot takes and talking about our personal teams, but just our general love for the game. Uh, I don't feel like you guys have been able to hear it. Um, so we're we're gonna take a little bit of a different step today. We're still gonna go over. Our games from this week five that finally started producing some really good football. Um, But we're also going to get more into the news and kind of the, I guess you could say, the more personal aspects of the game um, where it's off the field and uh, especially with some of the off the field stuff that came on on the field Um, last night in the uh, Monday night game. uh, I think we're going to go ahead and start there because there were a couple of things that happened last night as well as this weekend. That really set the NFL world on fire.
0: So I feel like we have to start where everybody's everybody's kicking off this week. Shows doesn't matter where you listen, how you listen, or who you listen to. It does not matter. Everybody's starting off the same way, and that's Grady Jarrett's sack on Tom Brady. Killed
1: killed a drive that possibly could have won a game.
0: I mean, you you helped you stopped him on third down. You forced a punt. You you had the ball back. You had a chance to go win that game, and one of the most mundane sacks I've ever seen gets called for roughing the passer. Oh, it was atrocious. And then that was the worst play call. Well, and what there was, was worst really flag. weird
1: was Tom Brady does Tom Brady, and obviously the guy's the GOAT. You can't deny it anymore. And we've talked about how much we've started to love him just because his personality's come out. One thing that I still dislike... Him calling for flags that don't need to be flags. I get you Tom Brady and, oh no, somebody touched you, but guess what, dude? This is still football. And, and that's,
0: that's an issue. The I've... way
1: he joked about it after, that I took, I didn't take offense to it. i It struck me the wrong way. It, it's, it, it's I don't very... call the, or I don't throw the flags. Yeah. Okay. Mmm, really? I... I we can go back to a couple of games.
0: Absolutely. Uh, so. And that was the worst play call in NFL, or worst penalty in NFL history for about 24 hours. Leave Whenever, it to when... NFL
1: refs to break their own records Holy so quickly. Crap.
0: Chris Jones, and, and Tom Palacero tweeted this last night, Chris Jones has become the first player in NFL history to get called for roughing the passer while in possession of the football. Can we
1: talk about how gorgeous of a play that was how aesthetically pleasing before the flag obviously yeah for a defensive tackle to come in rip the ball out of the quarterback's hands without the quarterback knowing what's happening only to be tripped he starts to fall he does try to brace himself I get in game time it's hard to hard to see that he's clearly got the football and oh no he's tripped up because he's headed toward he's headed home. He is taking it to the house yeah. or at least trying to. And he falls on the quarterback and we're calling that no. I cannot believe. I cannot believe what the refs are allowing to happen.
0: Is this an overreaction from Tua? Absolutely it is. And I, I don't feel like you can lean any other way than this is an overreaction to what happened Thursday night in Cincinnati. But At some point in time, and and Troy Aikman said it last night, not that I usually give props to the guy, but he said it last night, at some point in time, we have to acknowledge that these guys signed up to play football. This is a contact sport. This sport breaks every rule of combat sports, and I don't care what anybody says, football is absolutely a combat sport. In every other sport that involves combat, what are there? Weight classes. Guess what? That 350 pound lineman, that 420 pound monster that plays for the University of Florida right now, Isn't he's a true coming after. I think he's a sophomore. Is he a sophomore? Something like that. But he's coming after your 180 pound quarterback. That's the game.
1: It you is a can- violent sport.
0: They're, they're the two most important positions in football are the quarterback. And the guy that sacks the quarterback. Every rule that gets put in place right now. And all these bogus flags. Make it easier to be a quarterback. And harder to be a pass rusher.
1: And you know what makes it even more infuriating? Is these guys are getting called on these non-flags. And then you look around the NFL. The Boses. The Watts. Any decent edge rusher. Is getting clothesline coming off of the ball. And no no flags for offensive holding on the outsides are being called right now. All to protect the quarterback.
0: Absolutely. And it's ridiculous. Case in point, Travis Kelsey's third touchdown pass last night. Third touchdown catch last night. Yeah, the defense got called for tripping, which Travis Kelsey got tripped as he was running his route. Cool, that's a flag. Can we talk about the more obvious flag on that play? The fact that Max Crosby was being absolutely bear-hugged by Andrew Wiley? Obviously, Chiefs fan, I'm good with the I'm good with the outcome. <laughs> they should have been replaying third down. Most definitely, because Max Crosby, I mean Max Crosby's hands were in the air, and Andrew Wiley had him absolutely bear hugged.
1: I mean, you watched it with me on Sunday in the Niners game. How many times in the first half, because he went out after half, did Nick Bosa come off the ball being clotheslined by three guys, and nothing gets called?
0: Um, Micah Parsons tweeted out a picture. Micah Parsons. That's another big one right now. They, they shared, They shared, he shared, or either he or somebody shared it and tagged him in it. One of the two. I wasn't paying that close of attention. But Carr gets sacked. Brady gets sacked. And he posts a picture of him in an absolute chokehold on a play that didn't get flagged. I understand this is an offense driven offensive driven game. This is a quarterback driven league. I understand that. But man, we gotta play football. It's the call last night, if it wasn't my team playing, I probably would have turned that game off.
1: Oh, the refing last night was atrocious, but it has been all over the NFL. Absolutely. And I feel like and this is something that we talk about year in
0: and year out, but I feel like this year it's worse. It's it's gotten it's gotten so out of pocket that if you I mean obviously Chris Jones has gotten the bogus roughing the passer call. Has gotten flagged for abusive language towards a quarterback. Max Crosby headbutted my quarterback last night. I'm sure what he said probably wasn't. I hope your wife's pregnancy is going well. Nothing. And honestly, no, I'm good with that. It, there shouldn't be a flag. You want to talk shit? Talk your shit. I don't care. It makes the game because whenever Mahomes more is walking off the field, yet looking at an absolute menace of a man and a pass rusher, I have come to absolutely love in Max Crosby. And he's looking monster. him dead in the face and going, I'm here. I'm here. A, I ain't never met a gangster named Patrick, but he trying. He is you know, that that the fire that you yes. see.
1: It's Man, taking we're... the fire out of that's that's a great point. When you're penalizing these guys for let's go back to the taunting rule that's still bogus. Taunting. Uh-huh trash-talking, do anything competitive. You're taking that fire out of the game so we, that got makes to, it
0: so much more fun to watch. We've got to stop flagging guys for words. This is a combat sport. Men have died playing this sport. One of the best linebackers of our generation had to quit playing at a real young age because of this sport. Because his back gave out, of, out on him. In Cincinnati.
1: Love Ryan Shazier.
0: We have to acknowledge the fact that this is a fucking, sorry for the language, physical game. Where we're headed is not football. If, if we're going to keep continuing calling these, put two flags on the quarterback's hips. If he's behind the line of scrimmage, you take a flag, the play's dead.
1: We, it's we have starting to, to feel like the Pro Bowl.
0: We have to do something. I understand player safety. I do. I And by God, yes, as much player safety as we can. But in the end, we're watching the game of football. At what point do we have to change the name? Because if you can't tackle the quarterback, if you can't try to stop a receiver from catching the ball leading with your shoulder he's coming down guess what gravity freaking exists right if you, you have to be able to there's no reason the guys on the field are not seeing the things that people sitting in the third sitting in the nosebleeds there's not a reason that people on TV can go that's clearly not that and i mean hell the devonte adams catch non catch there in the fourth quarter, that would have set Vegas up for a field goal. As a Chiefs fan, great. It's ruled not a catch. Is he really losing possession if he's transferring the ball from one hand to two hands, and he just kind of adjusts the ball? I'm sorry. Do we really have to redefine what a catch is again? I understand that. Yeah, well, the ball was loose whenever the left foot came off. The ground. Cool, whatever. Like, I watched that replay. I watched it with the rest of the... There were nine of us in the bowling alley watching that game. And when they went incomplete pass, I went, hmm, that's, that's kind of shitty. We have to play football. It, that That's the game we all fell in love with. It's the reason we're doing this podcast. It's the reason... Football is the most watched thing in all of American television.
1: When we started watching football, we were catching the the ass end of John Lynch's career, which was still phenomenal. We, we were... were watching Deshaun Goldston and uh, Dante Whitner in San Francisco. At least I was. You can't tell me those are not two of the hardest-hitting guys in, ever to play the game. I, obviously, we didn't get to watch Ronnie Lott which by far but Troy Palomalo, he could hit
0: how many youtube videos have you watched and they, and you know exactly you'll know yes, exactly what play i'm talking I about do. as soon as i say it how many times how many youtube videos of massive hits have you watched that all start with reggie bush getting absolutely laid out on the on the on the flat
1: yep I know exactly what video everybody
0: you're listening about. to this knows exactly what play i'm talking about and we all celebrated that hit. I understand that that's not player safety. And probably needed to be removed a little bit from the game. But we have to be able to play football. If you're not going to allow these guys to play football, man, take the pads off, put flags on, go 7-on-7, seven seven, whatever. If you're not going to allow them to play... Let's let's not play it. Let's do something different.
1: It it's really weird because when we did start, we had guys. patrol. You didn't run a crossing route. You didn't run a short slant because you came over the middle of the field. You're getting lit up to go up through the middle of the field had to be an inside between the tackles run, and even then, either that linebacker Brian Urlacher, Ray Lewis, Pat, right. I. One of these guys has taken your head off. And you, that was when we had running backs that were in the league for 10 to 12 years as the sole running back. We have running back by committee. And right now, we're only seeing healthy guys in the league for five or six years before they're kicked to the curb for somebody else. They're yeah, not no, I mean, running the running abuse. Back,
0: running backs aren't getting the second contracts.
1: And, and I get the evolution of the game. But... Why can't we bring some of that vi- You used to have to scheme around a defense, and you still do. I mean, look how San Francisco, Dallas, Tampa Bay's defense is right now. You have to scheme around that defense. A quick slant to the middle of the field. You can you can nickel and dime them all the way down. It's boring football. But you can do it. And that's I mean, that's what's happening. But it's all to make Offensive points go up, defense less relevant because points sell tickets. And I've been one of the proponents that this has been a very boring football season in terms of games, and I feel like it's more matchups than anything.
0: This week turned out a lot better than we thought it was going to be. This
1: week turned out to be really good. I mean, I know we started out in in Arrowhead, um, and we're going to have to hit that again, but how about that game in London?
0: Dude, the New York... Let me phrase this. The London Football Giants. Just... Just coming out and... I mean, coming back on the Packers. Stopping the Packers on back-to-back goal-line style plays. balls to blitz on three of the four downs... And goal to go situations against Aaron Rodgers. Oh my God,
1: you love it. If you love the game of football for what it truly is, seeing a defense bear down against a better team, a better quarterback. Yeah, their weapons might. Actually, I can't name a Jets wide res, or Jets a Giants wide receiver right now.
0: So uh, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, he's still there. Uh, uh,
1: he's ACL. He's out for the season.
0: I thought that was a different one.
1: No, that's Sterling Shepard. Is
0: it? Oh, well, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. They got Saquon and Danny. And Kenny Galladay's like the fifth receiver on that roster. Oh, hey, Kenny Galladay's still there.
1: Trade no, bait. He's not playing, but right, he's there. Exactly. For you, Brian DeBall, to look at your defensive coordinator and say pull the trigger, they had to have a second jet carry that man's balls back to the States. Okay? I loved every bit of that game
0: was it a was it a giant jet
1: it was a giant jet and those balls weren't deflated
0: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah man i admittedly
1: we said we were not gonna watch that football game and i think we were both more interested
0: in that game than any game all day sunday damn near what I, i mean unfortunately i have a toddler that toddler wakes up pre-8 o'clock most of the time. So, when there's a football game on, obviously I'm going to have it on. I put it on the little TV because first thing in the morning is Bluey time. So, Bluey was on the big TV to start the day, but that game ended on the big screen.
1: <laughs> yes, it did. With <laughs> some phenomenal breakfast burritos, might I add. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, those were Those were great. But, Should have taken some pictures to,
0: but the the way that game played out, just and I don't know, I still don't think the Giants are a good football team.
1: Oh, they're they're not,
0: but they're four and one <laughs> amongst. I hate saying this, the as far as record goes, the best division in football. I know we both have our quarrels with that statement. I, I, I know that. I mean,
1: outside of the Eagles.
0: Man, I tell you. I'll the give Dallas, this much. The Dallas c- is. Yeah. They're running the football. Dallas is earning a little more respect than I've given them this year. Um, I can agree. And I I do think, and I, I will hold hold the statement I've made last week. I attribute a lot of that to 11. Because 11 is wrecking the league so I think Dallas Dallas has re-entered that playoff picture for me um, I agree. I, I, I feel like they've easily I, I feel like the Rams have fallen out of the playoff picture for me and I feel like the Cowboys are probably the team that's filling that spot right now
1: yeah I, right now the way I look at the NFC West as much as it pains me
0: you're gonna get one team
1: it's gonna be San Francisco and it's gonna be a wild card team cause I don't trust Jimmy G
0: say so you're gonna get you're gonna get one team they're gonna probably be the third or fourth seed because they're going to be a division winner. So they're going to host one game and there's going to be some problematic wildcard teams in that league. Yeah, there are. Um, But the, the Cowboys are, are definitely, if Dak come back, comes back healthy, because I do believe they've kind of, they played the Bengals when the Bengals were really struggling. Tampa Bay's not being great. They haven't really shown me a whole lot except for the fact that that defense is top three. That defense is good.
1: Just and like Tampa Bay, their defense is holding them up.
0: Absolutely, and they're doing a, a better job of it because, I mean, Cooper Rush had, what, 100 passing yards? 102, whatever it was. I mean, was. you can
1: say he's playing lights out. All he's doing is not turning the
0: ball Say like All he's doing is not screwing up. Now you put Dak in that offense and you go, hey... Don't, we can score 30? Yeah, don't. All you have to
1: tell Dak is don't screw up. You're getting another seven points on the board with Dak at quarterback.
0: Yeah. you. I mean, you're you're getting another big play. Yeah, you might get a turnover, but you're getting another big play. And quite frankly, you're getting CeeDee Lamb back because CeeDee Lamb has been absolutely relegated to nothingness with Cooper Rush at quarterback because I don't feel like Cooper Rush can take advantage of the one thing CeeDee Lamb does really well. I don't think C D Lamb's, you know, a top five receiver in the league, but he is a weapon that you are not utilizing with Cooper Rush a quarterback. But between them, the Eagles, I mean the Eagles defense is I don't think it's as good as I thought it was gonna be. No. But and it's, it's definitely their weak spot. But I feel like the Eagles defense makes makes the key stop. Yes. They don't make all the stops, they make the key stops.
1: It's not bend, don't break, because bend, don't break is you get into the red zone, you might be kicking a field goal. They break. Unless. Don't,
0: don't let me forget, I have a stat line from the Iowa-Illinois game that I want to give you later. Okay. And I I just, I didn't want to forget that. I Sorry to <laughs> chime in like that. Just I, I have a stat line that I think you will absolutely vomit at. Oh, lovely. But. With, with what the Eagles are doing, that offense is obviously talented. I mean, A.J. AJ Brown has 23 receptions this year that are 10 yards or more. That's a problem.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and Devontae
0: being your, your second yeah, option. Yeah, yeah, Devontae being like, hey, I'll take like 40 yards this week. Oh, by the way, yeah, I'm at 160, so, you know, do with that what you will. But, I mean, the way that team's built – that team's gonna succeed. I, I feel like they I might get in, exposed a little bit towards the playoffs or in the playoffs. I think this week could be interesting because they play Dallas on Sunday night. That's gonna be that, a better game. We're, we're than gonna we're, we're, we're gonna find out. I I am anticipating that's one of gonna be one of the best games of the weekend. It's definitely gonna be better than Thursday night football. But what's what we're gonna see Sunday night? We're gonna learn. We're gonna learn who's who. Yes, very
1: much. so. If, if
0: Dallas comes out, if Cooper's if Cooper's playing, Dallas comes out. Dallas holds Philly to twenty four, and scores twenty seven. And you bring Dak back, I think. You I think you're looking at Cowboys at the top of the NFC East again. Which it, a couple of guys that have had Philly at the top of the NFC since week two. You know, maybe, you know, whatever. I did not think. Cooper Rush was going to go undefeated this stretch. No. No, um, neither did I. And, I can't say and, it's all lucky the, breaks by the, any means. No, and, but that defense has... The defense showed up. You know, when the quarterback went down, that defense stepped up. They were a lot better. So, props props where it's due there. But, just the way... The way some of these teams have facilitated the powers... That they have, has been impressive and fun to watch.
1: I agree, and it's
0: it's going to be interesting to see how this season develops. Um, we had, I mean, there were some really odd outcomes this week, um, and I mean, not that I want to spend a lot of time on the, a lot of these games, but I mean, you had you had the Lions just absolutely the number one
1: offense
0: held to zero points by they played the patriots correct yeah they played the pats they gave up 29 points to the pats and bailey zappy which mac jones might be in pro might be in trouble
1: it's really weird because i have in my notes here bailey zappy better at running this non-offense question marks so <clears throat> excuse me so when And we didn't watch a lot of this game. It kind of would pop up on red zone from time to time. A, a few times, actually, because they scored 29 points. But Bailey Zappi's got poise. He's looking around. I mean, he's going through his progressions. And he's hitting guys Mac Jones can't. This is not the same thing as Dallas with Dak and Cooper, they're asking Cooper to not screw up.
0: They asked Bailey to go win the game. Yes, and, and he he sh- he, sh- he showed up and he showed out. I mean, I know you' are gonna have a hard time benching your first round quarterback. I don't think Belichick would though. I mean, if there's if there's anybody that's gonna be like, <laughs> you can take your ego and park it outside with the rest of the stuff from your locker, it's gonna be Belichick. Right. I but, mean, he's
1: done it once in his
0: career. Yeah, man.
1: Bailey is—is is it bad? I'm rooting for, and it's not like he's—he's he's from a small school. I can't remember which school it is, um, but he's from a smaller school. He doesn't—he's never had any kind of off-field issues that I've heard about, anyways. And he's—he's he's level-headed. I don't know how else to say it. Right now, he's everything Mac Jones isn't. And
0: Western Kentucky.
1: Western Kentucky. I knew it was a smaller. And school. He had
0: like six thousand passing yards this senior season. But you know, I, I, if if I'm, I'm assuming Max still going to be out this week. I mean, high ankle sprain with the quarterback. Probably looking two weeks minimum. Right. If Bailey comes out and does it again, and I don't know who they play this upcoming week. I'm gonna look real quick. But if he comes out and and shows out again. In a game that that matters, they, uh, they play the Browns next week. Oh, um, so if, if he comes out and he plays well against Cleveland,
1: man, which he, I know Cleveland hasn't been much to know, to but that, talk about. That defense
0: has been problematic. I mean, they kind of got exposed last week, but right, you're, you're playing Justin Herbert, a little different. But no, I completely agree. Bailey Zappi comes
1: out. If they come out and beat the Browns, offensively, not defense holds them down. If it's a shootout, him ver- and I know it's Jacoby Brissett. I mean, I'm not
0: even if it's a. Sh- I don't think that game goes to shootout just because ni- neither of those quarterbacks right, are right. shootout styles. But if that defense, if if you cap, if he comes out and capitalizes on what the defense on the defenses us- yes. on the defenses pluses, if he turns that the defensive plus into an offensive plus. I think, you have to look I, at I think Mac Jones sit. becomes a serious question.
1: You have to look at your quarterback situation at that point. And I
0: feel like unlike Dallas, I feel that's that you, you might you can look at that one as a lot more of a hot hand situation. Yes. Dallas, very much so. Everybody's like, Oh, you gotta stay with a hot hand of Dallas. No, you don't. You go to the quarterback that you're paying a shit ton of money to and that a quarterback that has had M V P style seasons. Yes. Except for I mean, we we all agree a lot of his a lot of his stats have come trash time stats. But you're you're talking about a quarterback that's not of the top layer ilk, but he's in that Derek Carr conversation. Maybe maybe a little lower because I I believe and God, uh, obviously we'll touch more on this Chiefs game. because yes, we, we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but that throw in the fourth quarter off one foot. Sprinting up the pocket, putting the ball in an absolute perfect location to Devonte. My God, Derek, what a ball! That was that was amazing. I'm sorry your coach went for two because I thought that was stupid.
1: I actually didn't hate the call to go for two.
0: I understand. I understand going for the win, and I know we're, and we, we keep saying we'll get back to this game, and it keeps coming up.
1: Hey. We, I, we talked, we wanted to get more into our personality, and that's just how this goes. We yeah. take a lot of uh, exits on this highway.
0: I understand going for the win. I don't understand it with four minutes left. Four and a half, I, whatever it was.
1: And, and I see where you're coming from. I feel that they looked across the, the, the field and seen 15. I mean, it's hard to say either way. That man, if they just kick the, the extra point, they tie it up. Right. They they kick the extra point. Chiefs go down. Say they score a touchdown. Now you have to score a touchdown. I, I
0: there there's a I I don't know my my big it. my big thing there is that the Chiefs repeat what they just did and, because the Chiefs going for two. I I had this conversation last night. Everybody's like, that's dumb. You take, the, take the one, go up eight. I was like, but you're up seven. You're up seven. You you get the two. You're up nine. It's two possession. Ball game's over. Well, well, when the Raiders came out and went for two, I'm sorry, and that with four minutes left, I know Kansas City's kicker is a question, but you cannot realistically look at that and go we'll take the one point lead I mean unless unless you're just assuming Mahomes goes down scores take gets the two and you're you're still only down seven I mean I get that logic but if you score or if you take you tie it up Chiefs go down and score they're going to take the one you're going to be down seven you're going to but if you want to win the game, you're gonna have a chance to win the game. Whereas if you get the two, you that means you gotta go for two twice. So I I didn't love the play call. I know Derek said he did. And, and I I, oh. I know I know a lot of these guys wanna play for the win. And and there's there's been kind of a mind shift on that. But
1: and it's weird because everybody today I was listening to a lot of a lot of sports talk radio today. I was spent a lot of time out in the install bay. Everybody's talking about analytics. And yeah, that, that that's hurt like Brandon Staley. Yeah. It's hurt uh, the Raiders recently. I don't think that call last night was looking analytically at it I don't either. as much as I think that was a gut feeling. If we can get this, we have a better shot to win the game. And I see where you're coming from, but nothing about that play call to go for two said analytics to me.
0: Oh, I mean, it, it, and honest to God, when they handed it to Josh, I was like, well, there's two. Because I'm, I, as much and as... And that's
1: I... it. He was averaging, what, four and a half, five yards per rush last night?
0: Well, that's, that's my... I don't know. For me, that's my big thing with the last drive that the Raiders had. Why did you throw it on third down if you're going forward on fourth? The the fourth quarter of that game, all you had to do was snap the ball, go here, Josh. Josh got seven yards, and you move forwards. It's third and one. Why do you not go? Snap the ball here, Josh. Josh gets seven yards. You're on the you're on the outskirts. Of field goal territory then, because that, pa- that pass play was 10-11 yards. Granted, I realize you absolutely roasted the Chiefs on a similar situation because Rashad Fenton decided guarding Devontae probably wasn't necessary on third down. You know? But you... I don't know. The Raiders play calling... It's been that, questionable that was, all season. That was the definition of the Raiders are going to Raider to me. Yes, very much so. Um, because, A, you have questionable play calling because as soon as they got the ball back, down 30-29, to 29, I was like, you hand the ball, you go, here, Josh. Okay, cool. Here, Josh. Okay, cool. Here, Josh. And, and you're going to go straight down the field. You're going to put Carlson in field goal range. Carlson's not going to miss. He's one of the best kickers in the league. And you're going to win the game. If you were going... It was four down territory. If you were going for it on fourth down, why did you not run the ball on third down?
1: Oh, I, 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 I hear you completely.
0: That's... That's where, as a football fan watching that game, the Raiders irritate the shit out of me because of things like that. Obviously, the fourth down play call, there was obviously an error on either one or both receivers. But I, I have I've never seen a pick play called on your own receiver and it executed nearly that perfectly. I that was hilarious. But uh,
1: let's stick on let's stick on that for a second and uh, we'll kind of route se- off of that.
0: Segway off the field. Yeah. So on, on our way off the field as uh, it would be. You're running the um, scissors concept.
1: So on that play Hunter Renfro is going to run the deep post. Corner. Or deep corner, sorry. And Devontae is going to run the slant. As soon as Hunter Renfro plants that right foot to head towards the corner, Devontae is cutting inside because that safety has to respect the deep ball. Devonte's wide open. Devontae Adams been hailed, we've talked about it as the best receiver in the league. When Hunter Renfro gets jammed at the line, and so did Devontae, you have to allow that timing to get back. You cannot run with him stride for stride. You have to know where you're at on the field. You have to... You just have to do a couple... You have to know where you're at. You have to know where he's at. And At that point, when you both get jammed off the line and your timing's thrown off, you either go to backyard football, which probably would have helped them in that situation, or you get your timing back by just feeding off of each other. I don't know if this is just a lack of practice, lack of time spent with each other, but just a quick glance to your right to see where your teammate is
0: so that you can maybe give give a head fake, make fake, yes. make and go. Oh, is there a ball coming? Something.
1: Yes. A stutter step like you're going to come to the outside just to get him 3 steps ahead of you so that when he does make that break, you cut back towards the inside and you're open. But you don't you both keep your head down and just run into each other. You both broke at the same That's the other thing. You're supposed to be 1 to 2 yards back. So you shouldn't be breaking at the same yardage line. Right. So how did you screw that up so bad? I it was so insane and then I get being distraught because I mean you both lost the game. Let's not let's forget about the 2-point play. Let's forget about everything that happened there because one of you guys was going to be open. That safety's either coming down to help on the underneath route to Devontae, leaving Hunter Renfro, who you can't do this to, you can't leave either one of those guys one-on-one, the deep post open, or Devontae's got himself a big chunk of yardage in a first down. Possibly six. I mean, either way, worst-case scenario on that play should have been 30-40 yards, shot at a field goal. Yeah, at the very least. So, he comes off the field, visibly pissed off. I mean, he threw his helmet down on the sideline. Inconsolable. I get it. These guys are out there laying their lives on the line. Playing a game that they love. And it is it is just a game. And they it's so weird because they know it. It's also their life. He tries to run back into the locker room. And the very first video paints it in a really, really bad
0: light. The, fir- the first video was extremely damning. Um, so whenever it rolled, whenever I saw it, I was still sitting there at the bowling alley. Whenever I saw it, I was like, mm, that's probably two and a hefty fine. And then his comments post-game.
1: Well, and I, the thing about his comments post-game was he wasn't asked about it. He got asked one question, stopped the post-game interview.
0: And, and, was, and took over and apologized. It was, hey, before we do any of this, you know, I'd like to apologize. And Devontae is renowned for being one of the good guys in the league. Yes. And, very... and I, I think that matters here. After hearing that, I was like, okay, maybe just a good find. And then that second video came out. The second angle came out this morning.
1: Where you're – the video uh, where you're behind him, mm-hmm. like a third person, you're, you're right behind him. He's got his head down. He's jogging towards the the guy he's looking down and there's fist holding stuff in, in his face yeah he doesn't even get a chance to look up before he's shoving I mean it's a boom it's a boom boom play right there now where he should have done after realizing what had happened he should have ran dapped the guy up picked him up he he definitely was wrong there I get his shove, though you're not expecting some you're jogging to
0: the locker room.
1: Why is he jogging in front of you? So, and across and, your face too.
0: Exactly. Being where he is for the team he plays for. You know. And it's the same same way Kansas City goes there. Vegas comes here. You know that the people in those stands hate you for the jersey you wear. You know that. You know that going in, there there is no love lost. The Chiefs were throw, the Chiefs fans were disgustingly throwing things at the Raiders going into halftime. I think it's I think it's dumb. I think it's foolish. I think it's awful. But
1: it paints the sport sport itself in a bad light.
0: It does. And so I I hate when someone when you start throwing things at players because it's completely unnecessary. I get it. You have a miserable life. Whatever. Let's stop throwing stuff at, bas- at ball players. Whether it be football, basketball, soccer, I don't I don't care. Let's stop throwing things at players.
1: Hold yourself to a higher
0: standard. Yeah. Let's try not to be dra- trash cans. Um, look,
1: people already hate us as Americans. The- we don't we don't
0: have to fuel the fire. Here. Right. But so I understand kind of that knee-jerk reaction of shit there's somebody in my face. Very much so. And Especially when they're holding stuff. Exactly. When you know, all
1: you see is a potential weapon, and you're trying to jog off the field, somebody that shouldn't be there in the first place. I, I get he's a part of the media, and he kind of has. He gets to be wherever he wants. It takes no brain cells to go, huh? That guy's jogging to the locker room. Maybe I should probably stay out of his way instead of dead sprinting in front of him.
0: Yeah. A. And that guy filing a police report and... Oh, that's man, such bullshit. Dude, grow up, man up. This, that's stupid. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time. You got pushed uphill. You landed on your ass. I You're get fine. it. You're fine. I get it. He's a big, he's a big guy. Devontae is not a
1: small guy to get pushed But Look, if you can't take that, you probably shouldn't be anywhere near the sideline, even as a reporter. You know how many times a guy gets tackled out of bounds, and we see a photographer get his four thousand dollar camera
0: shoved into his face. Yeah, so a screw that guy. I hope I hope Devonte is 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 taken care of, man. Screw that, Devonte. Probably it's gonna have to be a fine. You shoved a camera guy on live television. It's gonna be a fine. But find the man and let's move on. Yeah. There don't need to be a suspension. None of that crap. Just let's get back to playing ball. And the NFL's already stated that, you know, because the Raiders bye week, they're not pressing on it. Whatever. Find the man and move on. Yeah. We don't need suspensions. No, it, he doesn't need to miss time. Let, let's this had. I know the NFL will screw this up because the NFL is only good at screwing things I, up right I now. I think
1: it was uh first things first with Nick Wright this afternoon. I think they were trying to compare it to the Mike Evans situation. No, Mike Evans came onto the field, and he's got a history with that corner. I can't remember the corner's name Lattimore. right now. Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore. Lattimore. They have a history of throwing punches at each other. Yeah. That's a completely different situation. <laughs> Devontae coming off. I feel so bad for Devontae Adams right now.
0: Yeah, I he can't. Ha- he doesn't deserve the bullshit that's coming his way right now. No. Like, you just lost a heartbreaking game and some asshole is now trying, is coming after your money because, oh, I got pushed by a rich guy. I'm going to cash it. Yeah. That's all this is. Um, and I, man, I, I don't, I hope you get what's coming to you. Karma's karma's a cruel bitch and I hope she catches you, man. That's, that's ridiculous. Um, so obviously we've not pushed this game off to the end. Um, I think you guys have gotten most of our reaction out of that game. I could talk about it all night long. Yeah, it was a
1: very good football
0: game. I, I was throwing a fifteen pound rock really fast last night because I was really upset with the way that game started because the game started like the chief like the Colts game did, and I was like, well, "Great, we're gonna, we're gonna lose to the Raiders," and the the Chris Jones thing there before the half, I was livid. Um, but I'll take the dub. Um. I, I know we were kind of talking about that game being a blowout last week. I'm really not surprised by the final score, I guess. How how flat the Chiefs came out shocked me. I can't disagree with you anymore
1: except for how flat they came out. I was expecting a rout due to how bad the Raiders have played this year. And for them, I was underneath my truck for about half of the first quarter when I came inside. Just a quick reference, guys. I have a slightly lifted OBS Ford. I was changing an oil pan gasket, dropped the oil, old oil pan gasket into the pan, so I had to lift the engine up. I was shoulder deep into oil pan trying to find old gasket. So I was very, very, very dirty. I had to take a shower before I could watch any kind of football, do anything before I could eat. I didn't even want to take my shirt off I was covered in so much grease and oil Luckily it was a black shirt That I used for work anyways So for me to get out of the shower Sit down on the couch Turn the TV on and go Holy crap The Raiders are up 17 Was a very big shock to me Very big
0: And then the Chiefs chiefed And they They do what
1: Pat does best. A, a, he,
0: a, a three score lead against Kansas city's never enough. No, we've seen that time and time again, but I don't know the the way the, Ra- the Raiders came out on fire. Like divisional he, games. We talked about this a couple weeks oh, ago.
1: Yeah. Di- different games have different speeds. You have your normal game, your playoff game and divisional rivalry games. And that was the perfect example last night.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I think we've spent enough time on this, even though we've tried to get off this game three different times now. It was such a good game. I know. <laughs> um, so we, we we need to get a few more games in here. Um, not that there's a whole lot to talk about. We've kind of already touched on the Falcons-Bucks. Um, I don't I, Honestly, Grady Jarrett doesn't get flagged for that. Falcons probably still don't win that game. Oh, def- I don't think so. But it makes it more interesting. It makes it a lot more interesting. Um, this... The surprise of the weekend to a lot of people. Um, I know I talked you into taking the game. Uh, you're welcome. Dolphins, Jets. We knew there would be a difference in offense with Teddy B out there. We didn't know Teddy B was going to last one play. And I'm, I'm a KU fan, so I'm not Skyler Thompson's biggest fan, anyhow. Skyler Thompson's not going to win you a lot of football games.
1: No, the Dolphins need Tua back. I think they're going to have to in, wait in a bad way. A, a few weeks. I think the right thing is for Tua not to come back for two or three more weeks. I, I think I think, Tua and, I think Tua
0: needs to eye week seven, probably as a, as a good return point. Um, but the Jets, the Jets look pretty good. They ran the ball well. They threw their ball to the running backs almost enough. Um How many times did Brees I don't Hall... wanna talk about losing twenty four fantasy points to Brees Hall getting tackled at the one yard line. I don't I don't even want to mention it. Brees Hall nope, we're not we're gonna talk about it. My quarterback had thirteen fantasy points because Brees Hall, my fantasy running back, got tackled at the one yard line twice and then they were like, Hey, Michael Willie Michael Carter here. I don't wanna talk about it. No, no. Anyhow, what the Jets did as far as putting together an offensive scheme, man, that could that could be a problem. I still I, I still think they're a ways off. I do, and too. And we, we've touched on that. But the Jets,
1: and I said this Sunday, and, and you kind of looked at me crazy, the Jets are better than we think they are. They're not as good as they think they are.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'll agree with that. Um, but, man, it was... It was wild. Um, that, was a,
1: that was another fun game to watch. As much as I hated seeing Teddy B go down and nothing explosive coming out of Miami, um, because unlike your Brees Hall, I had Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill in my starting lineup. Um, that net me like
0: a total 17 points. I started Naheem Hines this week. I do not want to hear about your, <laughs> about your sadness, okay? Um, but, man... I don't know, um I mean we can do a kind of a I feel like a lot of these we don't have too many points on like Colts beating the Broncos 129. I didn't watch the game. I know you watched mo- I watched most, most of most, it. most of it. Uh, here's what I got out of that. All right this one's uh
1: the Colts are bad, all right the Colts wow, that team's bad. The Broncos on the other hand are worse.
0: Man, how bad is Denver feeling about that $245 million to Russell?
1: I, I, I don't know if any of you guys follow me on Twitter. I hope so. Um, I haven't checked my follows in a while, mainly because it just makes me sad. Um, I tweeted out in the middle of the third quarter, somebody please score so this game doesn't have to go into overtime. And then I turned the TV off. I went to bed because I had a long day at work ahead of me on Friday. I'm glad I went to bed early. I was also very upset to wake up the next morning, check my phone, and to see an NFL update tie game going into overtime.
0: How can this be? Although props to the guy that took the 10,000 to 1 odds for there not to be a touchdown scored in that game. I mean, he. He listened. We were told a long time ago that if somebody offers you ten thousand to one odds on anything, you take it. I, he he did it. That and, game was so bad. Yeah, I'm I'm really really glad I did not. I'm glad that the the London game started because there for a minute and we were we were feeling bad about this weekend that London game really kind of got us man the end of that game because my god i have never been a more hype for two teams that i don't care about for two balls to be batted by the defense i was we were jumping screaming having a good time it was fantastic i loved it because i did not want to see that game go to overtime no,
1: because what that would have entailed was a last-minute heroic throw by Aaron Rodgers to win the football game, and instead, the Giants' defense just threw the ball back at him. Gorgeous.
0: Then um, we we touched on Lions, Pats, Chargers, Browns. Um, I know we we differed on our picks there, and I said if Miles Garrett plays, they win. He played; they had a chance to win. Um, missed missed field goal as time expires. Uh man, that was a that was a really good game. It was it was back and forth. It was punch after punch. Jacoby Brissett's being a lot more of an issue than I thought he was going to be. He's 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 not he's doing the same thing that Cooper's doing. He's not making the mistakes. He's. And I mean, you have a two headed rushing attack that is. I, I get it.
1: Yeah. Uh, Shannon Sharp said this this morning. I'm pretty sure it was Shannon Sharp. Nick Chubb gets out of bed, and he's got 140 yards rushing. Yeah, yeah. guys, The guy's a beast. And Jacoby Brissett, I think he finally figured out. He got those, what was it, two opportunities to be the guy.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And I think he was trying to do too much. And I think now he's like, screw it. I'm just going to throw to the open guy. He's not doing too much. Amari Cooper's looking pretty decent. And when, when it gets down to it, you can just turn around and give it to Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt, the best running back duo in the league. Sorry, Green Bay. I've done seen enough out of Cleveland to know who the best running back duo in the league is. I think the Browns are going to have an issue at quarterback based off of what we've seen in the preseason.
0: When Deshaun shows up Week 13 and loses to the Texans. I'm gonna
1: laugh oh, absolutely. so hard. You guys might get your first like uh live Snapchat or something of me crying
0: with laughter when that happens. There's gonna be Stephen A smoking a cigar. How about them boys? But uh but man, it was I don't know. Justin right? Herbert playing, still playing and through her- the ribs. And played well. Good it was football. it was a good it was a really good game. We both enjoyed that game. It I I, wa- I was kind of kind of sad to see like I thought the Browns had I thought they had a one. Um obviously they didn't. Um few more games to 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 just pass through here. Texans, Jags, what the hell happened to the Jags? They're young. Um, that team's that, that's all that's, it is. That's,
1: that's just that looked, that looked like inexperience. Um, I don't think do the Jags fall out of my top ten? Yeah, I mean they have to. Yeah, losing to the worst team in football, you you gotta fall. But at the same time, am I do I knock them too much for it? No, You're, that team is so young right now with so much promise. I mean, what was it? They lost to the the Eagles with five turnovers. Yep, that team's young. That team's gonna be a problem. As long if they can keep this upward trajectory, that team's going to be a problem.
0: Yeah. Um, Bill Steelers, Gabe freaking Davis, holy, You might not ever have a crap. game like that again. But how about that ninety-eight yarder? Oh on my God, that was a fourth down, wasn't it? It was third down. Was it third? Yeah, it thir- third and ten. I don't know because they got the From ball the like two. they got the ball at the one or two yard line. The first, first two plays, you were like, "Well, this isn't going well for Buffalo." And then, "Oh shit, he's gone!"
1: Wow, wow, what a start! Um, and he did it, and um, he did it in the second half
0: too. Yeah, had another big play in the second oh, half. Man, um, that's my, a team. Yeah, man that that team. Obviously, neither one of us thought that game was going to be close. We were right, and the Bills showed up, showed out. I really hate the fact that the Chiefs are playing the Bills not in prime time. It doesn't feel right. Right. Um, So next Sunday is going to be really interesting in that 3 o'clock game.
1: The next two Sundays are going to be interesting. I mean, hopefully every Sunday is interesting. Well, next week you've got Bills Chiefs. Week after that, we've got Niners Chiefs. And I'm telling you right now I'm not feeling too confident about that game, but we'll talk about that one next week.
0: Yeah. Um, Vikings, Bears. The Bears put up a fight. They did. They, they really did. Um, The Vikings know how to win ugly, though. Yeah. The They've got Kirk quarterback. They have to know how to win ugly. But that goes a lot farther than people
1: want to admit. If you can win an ugly football game, yeah, I mean, look at the teams that have won the Super Bowl the last few years. Absolutely. Or been in the Super Bowl.
0: Oh, That, that game was closer than I thought it was going to be. I'm not going to lie. As a Justin Fields I will say certified hater, he made some really good throws. And that's where I
1: feel bad for him. He got thrown into – if he was drafted at three instead of Trey Lance and he sat behind Jimmy, let's say they start this year out with Justin Fields instead of Trey. I think it's a different Justin Fields. D- this Justin Fields is running for his life. He's got, I can't say his first name, Equinomius? E- equin- Saint, the other St. Brown. St. Brown, yeah. Uh, Ra's brother um, that he's throwing to and Cole Komet. Oh, I forgot. Darnell Mooney had a horrific, th- oh,
0: terrific catch.
1: That was a Absolutely. beautiful throw, too. I, I don't. This is going to be weird. I think he's better than you
0: give him credit for. He's not as good as I give him credit for. I, I, I would agree with that. I, I. He's a baseline average, whereas I kind of have him as a baseline poor, and you have him as a baseline above average. But he, he, he's gonna make those throws. My worry with him will always be consistency. If he can do it consistently, I might have a change of a change of heart on it it's got to, i've got to see something different and obviously chicago's probably never going to give him that opportunity No. because they're i mean i'm hopeful that Ryan Pace can turn them around because he's a chief's guy you know i hope i hope he can turn around but the way it looks right now strap in because it's going to be a long run um saints seahawks freaking i know the saints won that game I wanted Geno to score so bad on that last drive. Who is this Geno Smith? I, I'm i starting to think they didn't trade Russell Wilson. They just put number seven on him and sent Geno to Denver. Because what's isn't happening? Same, this isn't the same Geno Smith from the Jets, right? Uh, actually, it's the same one from West Virginia. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. What Geno is doing has been incredible. He's the number... He's the third highest fantasy fantasy scoring quarterback right now. Uh,
1: I, I thought that team was going to be an absolute dumpster fire.
0: We all did. I nobody was picking that team to win a game. That team that team had number one pick. That team had C J. Stroud written all over it. I if that team wanted to walk into next season with Geno,
1: I'm scared because that means they can reload on other positions.
0: What, That's terrifying. As what a Niners Gino has fan, done is just incredible. Um, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do I, with the Seahawks.
1: We're gonna have to wait till later on in the season to actually talk about the Seahawks. We talked about them. A, I can't say a lot, but we we hit on them pretty hard that they weren't going to be good. That t- football team itself isn't good, but man, it's looking like they've got something to play for. It looks like
0: they have a quarterback to build around, and that's not what I was expecting. I, I I can't I just can't bring myself to like admit anything for Pete Carroll's competence. I don't I don't know what to do with that team. Like I, I physically do not know what to do with the Seattle Seahawks because that team is trash. If you look at the roster on paper, it's trash. If you look at the roster on game day, it's trash. And somehow they are playing competitive football games. They're scoring gobs of points. Like I said, I said it then. I wanted Gino to score because I wanted that game to go to overtime. Like it was a good, it was game a good to game. Watch. It was fun to watch. <laughs> Gino was out here slinging the thing, and man, I don't understand that team. I don't like Seattle. I I don't know what, and I have no idea what this is. I have a massive bias towards Seattle that I just hate the city of Seattle and all of their sports teams, except for the Kraken. But I've never actually watched a single game that the Kraken played. I just like the logo and the team scheme. And the Seahawks' lime greens are one of the most gorgeous things I've ever seen. But I hate that city. I've hated the Seattle Seahawks for my entire life, and I can't tell you why. And I do not understand how I am now. I, I, I didn't root for them. when When Russell Wilson threw a pick to lose the Super Bowl, I cheered because I was rooting for the Patriots. So did I. And I, I'm a Russell Wilson a, guy. You're a Russell Wilson guy, but you have reason to hate Seattle. I do. I have none. I've never, Not once in my life has Seattle been a relevant sports team to my happiness. And I hate that team. There, there's no... There, I mean, I know the Seattle and Kansas City used to be in the same division way back. I don't remember that. I have absolutely no recollection of knocking my microphone off the table there of them being in the same division. I hate Seattle. I, I don't know, but I'm now rooting for Seattle. It's so contradictory
1: because I, I need them to lose every game, but they come up on the TV and I'm like, you know what? I kind of hope number seven throws another touchdown here. Cause this is forget having DK on my fantasy team. I
0: want this to keep going. I want to see more Gino like G Gino's out here slanging the thing. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm riding with seven. Let Gino cook. <laughs> <laughs> Cause cook, a, a boy can make a gourmet meal. I'm not sure. Russell can microwave a hot dog. You know, I don't I don't get it. Like I said, I don't understand. It was it's it's weird for me. I don't like feeling the way I'm feeling about Seattle. It's unnatural. Very try being a 49ers fan watching
1: for 14 weeks at the time out of the season going, "I need you to lose. Wow, number 3 is fun to watch." No, stop. Don't do that. And then for 2 weeks out of the year getting obliterated by that same team that you hate with a quarterback that you love who that quarterback should be MVP right now but can't... Can't offense.
0: He can't even... Like... He can't high school football right now. Uh, like, I don't know if Sierra... Like, I feel bad for Sierra because I feel like he's getting jabbed into a leg at this point. I know a horrible joke to make. It's... It's fine. But man, I just like that entire game. The Saints win 39 to 32. Alvin Kamara looked like he is back. Chris Olave, god, I hope he's okay. But the only thing I could take away from that game is son of a bitch. I want to watch Gino throw the ball. Makes no sense. I don't know
1: who his quarterback coach is or
0: who he's working with in the offseason. They are doing him right. And I I did did not like to see Rashad Penny go down. No. Did not like to see that. But that boy, Kenneth Walker. That was a freaking run. Man. I am not enjoying my fandom of the Seattle Seahawks right now. But damn it, let's go Geno and Kenneth. Like... Because if we we have – we couldn't pick two wider names than Gino and Kenneth. Wow. I've got to stop watching the Seattle Seahawks play football. Yeah, let's move off that game. Let's go to more birds. Uh, Eagles cards. Uh, A? What the hell was Kyler Murray wearing walking into that game? That looked like Hillary Clinton with dreads. That was terrifying. <laughs> I hate Hillary's taller than that. Um, <laughs> and I, I hate that that's like the most relevant thing I have about this game. The Eagles didn't play well. They did enough to win. They won ugly. Um, I mean, I feel bad for the Cardinals because I had the same kicker who effectively lost me a game. Um, so I'm sure... Matt Wright will probably be missing kicks for the Cardinals next week. Because Matt Wright's probably not going to be kicking for the Chiefs next week. Although he did hit a franchise record 59-yarder last night. He did miss two much shorter field goals. But, and hopefully, hopefully Harrison's back. But, I don't have a whole lot to put in on that game. Granted, we didn't watch a whole lot there of that game. There wasn't much to watch of that game. Um, we, we, primar- we we primarily watched the 49ers game. And honestly, it seemed like red zone was primarily on the 49ers and the Cowboys games. Um. So, I don't really have a whole lot. I, I feel like the Eagles maybe got caught napping a little bit. Um, I think so we'll, they we'll see. felt
1: they should have steamrolled, and they came in and played like it. I, I kind of feel like they were maybe looking
0: ahead to Dallas a little bit. Um, Dallas throttling the Rams. No surprises. that we. The Rams are not good. No, the um, Rams
1: are in trouble. The uh, Rams are in gobs of trouble.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: so Matt I Stafford's guess. just forcing the ball to Cooper Cup which I mean if you're a cooper cup fan which it's hard not to be but, yeah, it, but it's sad it's
0: hard to watch that offense it is it I mean they, they can't run the ball the only guy they throw the ball to is Cooper I don't know man it, it's it's getting hard to watch um, so we have two games left today, left I know we're kind of pressing some time here. So, do you want to end? Do you want to end with your game and then the out the after effects of your game, or do you want to end with Sunday Night Football? Oof. I, I think with I think with what's transpired since that since the game went final, I think I think we should end with with the Niners Panthers game. Yeah, um, let's just do a quick hit on the so Sunday the, Night game, the Ravens Bengals games. Lamar is
1: good. Yeah. Lamar has come a long way from being a running back or called a running back. The guy's refined his passing.
0: And this has. That was a very good football that, game. That was an excellent football game. Um, that was a divisional game. I was, I was very shocked when McPherson missed that kick before the Ravens' final drive. I, I'm i a big fan of Evan McPherson. I don't know what it is with the, the, the guys that came in as rookies and lit it up. And then second year kinda seems like, hey, reality struck. Um I legitimately think Evan is probably one of the better kickers in the league right I, now. I feel so. Unfortunately. He's, he's probably gonna be without a job. I don't know that he I, I don't know it that they move like, off of him. I, I feel like it might be a little quick. Um It seems but, to take one game anymore. But unfortunately for Evan McPherson, he had one major drawback in that game. And that is that the greatest kicker to ever walk planet Earth came out and goes, hey, it doesn't matter how narrow you make those, I'm going dead center. And I saw a stat on Tucker's field goal to end that game. If the goalposts were half a yard wide. One and a half foot. One and a half foot wide. He'd have still been dead center. The guy's absolutely amazing. The the field, if if you take the if you take the field and cut it in half, dead center of the field is twenty six foot or twenty five point six two feet. That ball crossed the crossbar at twenty five point four eight feet. If the goal posts were half a yard wide, he still makes that kick.
1: The guy's incredible. There's nothing else to say. Justin Tucker, kickers are people too. I've been on that bandwagon forever. Justin Tucker does not get the love he deserves because of the position he plays, but he deserves all of it. That guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer.
0: I I was getting ready to say that. That's exactly what my next comment was going to be, is I believe Justin Tucker truly is a first ballot Hall of Fame guy. Quite frankly, I believe Justin Tucker should be a first ballot, unanimous Hall of Fame player. 100%. Five years from the day he retires, he walks into Canton, and there ain't a single soul that voted against him. Will it happen? Probably not, because football writers are stupid. Not as stupid as baseball writers, but they're stupid. Yes. But, man, I don't care. You know, he doesn't, you know... He he doesn't take the hits. He doesn't deliver hits. I don't care.
1: That man plays professional football in arguably the hardest position. How many times does a quarterback throw a pick six or miss the throw to win the game and get fired 20 minutes later? Yeah. How many times have we seen
0: a kicker miss an extra point and not have a job on Monday? I mean, he, he he plays the most cutthroat position because a team will move on from a kicker in a heartbeat. Ask Ryan Suckup. Cairo Santos. Exactly. You you're you're talking about a, these guys don't have long careers. We don't know kickers that well. No. We we know we know the bad kicks, and we know the great kick. Justin Tucker. If your kicker doesn't play for your team, do you know? Who- O- outside, of the big ones. I mean, if you don't play fantasy football, right? You don't know any other kickers. Exactly. You might Ex- know Youngway Koo because his name. But everybody knows the nine, the nine different languages and the opera abilities of Justin freaking Tucker. The greatest kicker of all time. I feel like that's kind of our time on this game. We need to get to the we need to get the other game and get get to some of this news. Um, but my god, dude, Justin Tucker is.
1: Uh, we I can have, have a show I on have, tight ends,
0: and we can have a show on Justin Tucker. I have one of the best kickers in the league when he's healthy. I would absolutely trade him for Justin Tucker. He is incredible. I'll be good as gold.
1: Is gone if Justin Tucker wants to play in red and gold.
0: Yeah, and. I know Vinatieri has the postseason success. I'm sorry. I don't care.
1: I, I'm with you 100% on that. I If the Ravens make the postseason like Vinatieri was able to
0: with the Colts and the Patriots. Yeah, I was going to say, he also had two of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. So, you know, take that. Wh- whichever pill you're going to take, enjoy it. But I'm sorry. If I have to pick one, I'm taking Justin Tucker. I'm I'm taking Tucker. The guy's Um, blood is made out of ice. So get get your points off about the Niners game. Um, Jimmy's Jimmy. Uh, That game kind of went like I thought it would. You have one of the best defenses in the league. You have an awful
1: offense. Prayers up to Manuel Mosley. Torn ACL. He had that clutch. I can't say clutch. (laughs) He had that beautiful pick six against Baker Mayfield. Um, Surprise, surprise. Tours ACL in the fourth quarter. Um, I I think we could have, we might talk about it a little bit more tomorrow um, on our preview show just a little bit. But this, uh, these turf monsters that are taking ACLs, it's got to go.
0: Why these billion-dollar facilities won't play on grass? Oh, it's expensive and hard to maintain. You make billions of dollars a year. Puff it out. Put the freaking grass in.
1: Not only that, but it's an investment into the people making you billions of dollars.
0: Yeah, let's 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 care about the people that made you rich, at least a little bit. Pretend to care.
1: Um, but yeah, no, my points on this game was, um, and I heard Colin Cowherd this morning. I do like listening to his show, but every now and then I feel like he's wrong. Um, just like. Human being, I can't completely hate the guy for it. Uh, He's got a lot of good points and got a lot of bad points. It's just information, take it how you hear it. Um, He put his herd hierarchy out there. He had the 49ers at number four, um, which I feel was a little high, but I get it looking at the teams in the NFC. The Packers are bad, the Bucks, he had at five. I'd probably at least flip the two. I feel the Bucks are a better team. They got a better quarterback. Defenses
0: in the same category. I don't know. I don't know. There's another defense in the same category as the Niners. I, I and I mean, I, losing it, losing Mosley.
1: And I'll give you. Obviously, I'm super pessimistic um, when it comes to my team because I don't know if it's just because I hold them to such a high standard, or if. If I just like to be told I'm wrong, I, I don't know what it is. Nick Bosa went out in the second half with groin tightness. Uh, Eric Armstead didn't play. Jimmy Ward, who we got back, broke his hand on the very first play of the game, finished out the drive, and said something's not right. They took him back, and he's done for the season because had, he had surgery, I think, this morning on his hand. Uh, Javon Kinlaw didn't play. I, I guess I just didn't realize it because I'm so upset with how my quarterback situation has turned out. That team's banged up. And they're playing decent football. The offense finally did something right. Obviously it was against a very poor Panthers team. But they started to get George Kittle the ball. The first three passes of the game were to George Kittle. I shouldn't say first three passes. The first three completions were to George Kittle. And that seemed to open everything up. But Jimmy Garoppolo was still making errant throws. And this is where Colin Cowherd comes in. He said, Jimmy's not making mistakes, he hasn't played anybody to capitalize on those mistakes. He's top five, he's actually number four in QBR. Since starting football, or being a starter in the league this season. So, starting week three. Week three against the Broncos, he was 31st in QBR. Week four and week five, he's number one. Which brings his average up to the fourth highest, which is is insane, but that doesn't give you the full story. He is very good at not putting the ball right where it needs to be. He puts it in the vicinity so that a player can go up and get it. If he's playing the Cowboys, if he's playing the Bucks, that ball's going the other way two, maybe three times a game. Not saying he can't overcome that, because that's just who Jimmy's been.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Fortunately... He's got a banged-up defense that is playing lights out right now, and that's all he needs to make the postseason. I'm scared because I don't want to see the Niners get lulled into this. One more year, Jimmy. Yes. One more. Just one more. If you're going to make the run this year, which, go for it. Right now, the way your defense is playing, as long as there's no more injuries, do it. Go for it. What, what have you got to lose? We don't have any first-round draft picks. Go out. I'd hate to see our linebacking core get broken up, but take Aziz Alshair, trade him. Get, get the DJ Moore. Christian, get an offensive weapon to take some more pressure off of Jimmy because the defense is fine. We're playing with second and third stringers right now of the number one ranked defense go get some help for a quarterback that needs it if you're going to really take your shot do it so i i'm i'm scared i'm always scared this week i i don't remember who the niners play
0: um, falcons the who falcons the
1: falcons I actually have a lot of issues with that game because it seems like whenever the Niners play the Falcons, they're supposed to steamroll them and they get steamrolled. But uh, what ended up coming out of this game was Baker Mayfield got hurt. He got sacked six times. That's without Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa didn't have a sack. He got sacked six times. And is now done for two to six weeks. High ankle sprain. Not that he was playing great before the high ankle sprain. No,
0: I know uh, Matt Rule. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, um, lost I'm, his job. I'm, I mean, I'm sure Matt Matt is really looking at this going. God, why did I get hurt? Yeah, because the, the Matt Crow should be. This should be his team. Um, so, uh, is that kind of where you're at with the Panthers or yeah. with the Niners? Yeah, right, I'm, I'm, so I'm done with my Niners rant. The, the, the primary news of the week has to be after starting one and four, Matt Rule has been fired. They have fired their defensive coordinator. They have promoted former Cardinals head coach um, to their interim spot. And he came out with a press conference today about, you know, the last time he was with this organization. They won back-to-back-to-back NFC championships or the NFC South back-to-back-to-back times, they went to the Super Bowl. You know, he has aspirations for this team. Um, But I keep hearing too many rumors about where Carolina is heading, and it looks like they're going full rebuild. Um, From the reports I've read, the things I've seen, it. um, it looks like they're going to go full rebuild, which I would assume means by the end of the season, Robbie Anderson's gone. I would assume that means Burns is gone. Um, That's
1: going to be a big pickup for somebody wanting some extra defense help.
0: I can think of a team a couple hours north of here I wouldn't mind seeing him line up with. Yeah. Yeah, I I know. There's two two red teams in this room, and either one of them could really use him. But I have Frank Clark, so screw you. I need him more. (laughs) Yeah. and he got he got made a big tackle behind the line last night, so his season's basically over. So let's. Um, but the the big ones that I see, um, and there's already been talks. DJ Moore has already been linked to Kansas City and New York, the Jets that I know of.
1: I haven't heard any news to the Jets. I feel like that would be. I like that destination. Um, You did bring up
0: a good point before we started uh, here that... I don't love it to the Jets because I like what the Jets have. I like the Elijah Moore and uh, Wilson combo. So we'll see, but I think DJ Moore makes a ton of sense in Kansas City. I do too. I also think he makes a ton of sense, if you look around the league, he makes a ton of sense in Green Bay. And, And I feel like maybe... Green Bay won't make that trade though. Because that's just who Green Bay is. So I feel like maybe a lot of this comes down to one decision. And that's OBJ's. OBJ's getting close to coming back. There's way too much fire there. Um, He's kind of got a list of like five teams I think he's looking at playing for. I think there's, there's too many teams. Green Bay needs him because Green Bay needs a receiver. Baltimore needs, needs him because Baltimore needs a receiver. The Rams need him because the Rams suck. There was another Buffalo. Need, Buffalo could use another playmaker. Um, could you imagine that being your three? I feel like OBJ probably runs the two there. If he's if he's right, I feel like OBJ runs the two there. I don't um, know the way
1: Gabe Davis has been starting out the yeah. season. Week one he had a big week, and then he kind of allowed Stephon Diggs. Week five comes out, has another big week. It seems like as soon as defenses start to quote-unquote figure out Stephon Diggs, they're
0: like, all right, Gabe, it's your time. Go out there, light them up. I I still think the consistency of OBJ probably wins out there to be your number two. I think Kansas City needs him for a Super Bowl. The Chiefs have proven, and this week was no different, the Chiefs do not have a number one wide receiver. MVS can't catch the ball. Juju can't catch the ball. McCole Hardman's not a number one. Sky Moore is starting to get more reps, which I'm excited about. The Chiefs need a number one wide receiver. I don't think OBJ is that number one wide receiver. I think he's closer. Which is why I think if you made me pick, I would lean towards, let's try and trade for DJ Moore. I don't know what the Chiefs draft capital looks like next season. I feel like you can probably get DJ for a second. Maybe, maybe a, a second and a sixth or something, a second and a fifth with a pick swap, something. But the Chiefs and DJ Moore make almost too much sense, so I'm sure it won't happen. Because it's
1: crazy how the NFL works. Yeah,
0: somebody somebody's gonna come in and offer too much for DJ, and Carolina's gonna see? be like, cool. Um, what but, about Chicago? They
1: need offensive line help more than anything.
0: Ch- Chicago needs a lot, and I don't feel like Chicago is going to be giving up draft capital.
1: I'd hope not. I'd hope not. But we've seen
0: Chicago's ideas in the past. I know, and I just I don't see Ryan Pace giving up the draft capital to go get a wide receiver whenever you are clearly more than a wide receiver away. And quite frankly... If the, par- if the Panthers have any freaking respect for either of the two guys, that the one I've named and the one I'm about to name, they're not going to send them to a team that's not having Super Bowl aspirations.
1: What about, and I don't like this as a fit or anything to that nature, but what about the commanders? Him and Curtis Samuel back on the same field together?
0: I mean, which- I get it, but you've got... You've got Scary Terry, who has been absolutely not scary this year because Carl Wentz, as he's affectionately become referred to in my office, can't throw the ball. He had a good week this week, whatever. But I think you're you you you're stacking. You have Scary Terry. You have Curtis Samuel. You have uh, Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson. You have Diami Brown. I don't see them moving. You've got... You've got a legitimate number one. You've got a legitimate option to be a future number one. And you've got two really good number twos. Honestly, if the commanders do make a move at receiver, I could see them dealing Curtis Samuel. I hope so. Um, and by that, I mean, if he wants to come to Kansas City too, cool. Down with that. If they want re- to reunite now those that... two in Kansas City, hey, I'm here for as that. As
1: much as it dashes my already dashed playoff hopes and Super Bowl hopes for the season – I would love to see those two in that offense with Pat.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know what that does to the do. receiving core, but hey, if you want DJ Moore, I will send you McCole Hardman straight up. You know what? I'll, I'll send you McCole in a fifth, whatever. But that's that, that. That would probably be the second biggest move.
1: Before you name the second guy, because I know who the second guy is. Do you think they move off of Terrace Marshall?
0: No. No, because he's in year two. I mean, it wouldn't make sense to, but I could see a team being... So if, if somebody, and I don't feel like Terrence has shown enough to garner what they would be wanting out of him. Um, because they spend a first on him, they're going to want a first out of him. Um, so, I or I think he was a second. Maybe he was. I think he was but, a second. But I think he was a second because of injury. But I haven't seen what I needed to see out of Terrence Marshall for somebody to give up what they're going to be looking for him. And as a rebuilding team, you're gonna want to keep the you're you're gonna have to keep those rookie contract guys. I don't see them moving. Marshall. I don't see him moving. Uh, the defensive back. Um, JC Horn. JC Horn. I don't see no, him moving those guys. Defensive back. Um, I think they keep those guys. They're gonna move the guys that are on expiring contracts or the guys that are on big contracts. Speaking of big contracts, the most. It. it it'll be it'll be the prize pony of this if if this happens and I know I've seen him to two teams already as far as interest and
1: oh 31 some teams are interested. oh in
0: absolutely there, there's not a team in football that looks at it and goes we can't get better because of that guy the two that I've seen and the two that I feel make the most sense are your 49ers I had
1: that thought earlier.
0: And the Buffalo Bills.
1: Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo taking, getting a receiving back like Christian McCaffrey.
0: You add that player to either of those offenses where you now have an absolute weapon as a bailout. Not to mention, still one of the premier running backs in the league running the football. You, you're gonna create an issue. I I feel like the line the, the future the fit of the future move, because he's still on that contract, makes more sense than San Fran.
1: He's gonna for that to happen, he'd have to take a reduced contract.
0: But if But like if I he said, wants to
1: go win a ring.
0: If if the if the Panthers have any respect for those two players Which, I realize, the NFL does not give a shit about its players. If you want the quarterback, they don't care. If they care about those two players, they will try to put those players in where at least they have a chance to win a ring this year. Because Christian McCaffrey deserves one. Oh, very much so. He at least deserves the opportunity to go get one.
1: I was trying not to to put my team in, in that because it, it makes, two, with Shanahan's offense, Christian you know McCaffrey lining up in the pistol with Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's say he lines up behind Jimmy in, in that weird pistol formation that they like to line up in. With George Kittle to the right of Jimmy and Kyle Hughes to the left. Debo and Brandon Ayuk on the outside. And let's say you bring in either Ray-Ray uh, Ma- McLeod, who's a burner or the rookie, Danny Gray, who's also a burner. One of those two guys into the slot, hell, take them out, bring in it, have just your normal offensive line set instead of having a lighter offensive line. Where's that ball going? Because as soon as Debo motions behind that formation, what's happening? you got four guys, and if Jimmy decides to keep it, you've got Brandon Ayuk running a quick slant. Your linebacker's already sucked down because one of the three big-headed, four big-headed monsters that like to run over people just thought they had the ball, and now it's going over, just probably going the other way because Jimmy can't throw. But it, it you're right. That makes a ton of sense. That's a scary offense to think about. Here's the issue, though. San Francisco is known for hurting running backs, and Christian McCaffrey's known for getting hurt. Yeah. He'd be about three snaps in, and his right leg would probably be touching his ear. Yeah. No, I
0: I, I understand that. But, I don't know. I, I picked those two. A, Buffalo makes a as world of As much
1: sense. as it hurts you to say that, because I can see the pain in your face, that I mean, is I think scary. I think
0: Buffalo is the better team now.
1: Oh, most definitely.
0: I I, I think Buffalo is the best team in the AFC now. Then you add Christian McCaffrey. Granted, Christian McCaffrey's probably going to miss eight weeks. It, it's it's the truth we've unfortunately come to. Be it, it is. But you bring him in, and you, the one thing I do worry about is McCaffrey and Buffalo in December and January. Yeah, that um, cold weather. So, but I don't know. I feel like there's a fire sale coming there. There's way too many rumors. You know, you know, this, this has to be a smoke and fire situation. There's way too many rumors for, for nothing to come of it. I don't know that you can move cornerstones like that on the same season that you fire, you know, within weeks that you fire your head coach, you fire your defensive coordinator, but you're going to have to, I, I feel like if you move those two, you pray that Matt Corral is good next year, and you go, hey, here's the keys. Baker, Sam, pack your shit. Get the hell out. We're done with you. Here's the keys, young guy. Let's go get you a veteran backup, and let's let, let's start building this offense. Let's start building this defense. Let's start building this team backup. Steve Wilkes might be able to do it. I don't know. It's... It's going to be interesting to see how he does the rest of the season. He did not look good in Arizona. so I'll maybe, throw a name out
1: there early. D'Amico Ryans.
0: I feel like D'Amico Ryans is going to get a lot better opportunity than that job.
1: I Right now, other than Washington, are the Pats going to move off Belichick?
0: Man, I still have a sneaky suspicion that Belichick retires.
1: If that happens... Most definitely, I can see him heading up north.
0: Uh, I doubt I, it because I don't know uh, what
1: other teams would be looking this off season.
0: Say if if Houston continues down the path they're on, Lowry might be a one and done. Um, I don't know that he wants that job either. I think if Arizona doesn't get it figured out, I know they extended him, but
1: I can at, at some see point in it, time, but
0: I just don't. I, I know they recently extended him, but man, I I just don't know how I feel about that one, you know. But it's it's gonna be interesting, um, honestly. Denver, probably. Oh, I didn't Denver, even Denver think could about be looking Denver. at one. Um, man, how does Nathaniel Hackett still have a job? Because he's in his first year. That's all I got. They're like, yeah, we don't want to fire him after five games. And I'm I'm all for him keeping him, like whatever. <laughs> you know, you do you. Nathaniel Hack and, Ro- and Russell Wilson are gonna take you to the promised land of top five picks. Um But I don't know. It's going to be it's gonna be wild to see what happens with this Panthers team. And you mix that in, and now you've got you're gonna have some guys come available that you're there's gonna be there's gonna be some players up for grabs. Especially from that Carolinas team, I I I legitimately think if the Carolina moves McCaffrey, moves DJ Moore, and moves Brian Burns, you you kick started the shit out of that rebuild. Oh,
1: that's th- th- a that's, lot.
0: That's gonna you are gonna have
1: six, six, seven. six, seven,
0: eight picks added to your added to your lineup next year. That means hey, we're probably four or five spots below where we want to be we're there. We're good. Yeah. You know,
1: if Let's go get a guy.
0: Yeah, let's go, let's go get somebody.
1: And then you got free agency coming up this it it's so weird to be talking about next season already because this season's already it's just begun.
0: We're we're a third of the way through and I mean, you you've already got a coach that's been fired. So it's going to be it's going to be a wild run here up to the trade deadline. Um I I'm interested to see if somebody tries to, tries to jump the gun on it to, to make that move and get somebody in, you know, pre week seven, whatever. It's, it's going to be an interesting little, little tizzy here to see what happens in, in Carolina. Most definitely. Um, but guys, things I things are starting to heat up. Th- th- things are definitely heating up. So I, I think that's going to be a good place to end it for tonight. Uh, there's, we could go on, but it is currently 9.42 as we're recording this. Neither of us have eaten dinner. Ryan still has to drive home, so I feel like this would be a good place to call this one. Uh, this is why
1: I keep you around, because I can do this all night, and then, yeah. I know. It turns out bad.
0: Um, want to give a huge shout-out to you guys. Um, I, I know none of this really matters to you guys, but last Tuesday when we sat down to record, we were at 100 listens. Tonight, when we sat down to record, we were at 175 listens. 75% growth week over week. You guys are amazing. We, we, we enjoy doing this. We would do it without you. What, what we get to experience seeing those numbers increase. It's been just awe inspiring for us. So thank you guys. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. You guys are amazing. Keep sharing us. You know, it's it's wild to see what this is doing. Um, that that four percent of listeners that we have from Canada. I don't know who you guys are. I know Ryan, you you talked to somebody from up north. I did. Um,
1: just a quick shout out uh, to one of my buddies from college. Not going to drop any names there. Uh, we were in Auto Tech, kind of together. He was in the four year program. I was in the two year program, and then transferred into the four. Um, He was really good friends with some of my roommates So I got to be really good friends with him Recently moved up to Canada Um, He was actually kind of like a uh, transfer student from Hong Kong Um, Love you buddy Thank you for listening to us Thanks for the feedback last week Great hearing from you again Um, That that was really cool Finding out who one of our listeners was Glad to know it's a friend I asked him, hey, have you told anybody else? And he he didn't really say that he had. Um, So he's like, he was kind of also excited that we had a few other listeners um, up there in the Great White North. Um, But no, like Austin said, we're doing this because we like to talk football. You guys actually wanting to listen drives us so much further. Um, than you could ever imagine. This has become what we look forward to during the week, Tuesdays and Wednesday nights when we get to sit down and record. It, it's no longer us just talking football between the two of us. It's, it's like having a, an actual audience that cares uh, and that we can
0: speak out to. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. So reach out, you know, Twitter handles, emails. We've given it all out. If if you need it, you can get a hold of us and find them. Guys, we we super appreciate it. You know, we're going to stick to our motto. If you like us, share us. If you don't, give us another try next week. Everybody that keeps landing on episode one and jumping to the recent ones, thank you. If if you want to go back and listen, cool. If not, Hey, stick with us while we're while we're pumping out live content, quote-unquote live content. Guys, It's it's been incredible. Um, thank you all. We're going to get out of here. Week 5's in the books. Things happen that are incredibly odd, and I pray to God the NFL has a meeting about these roughing the passer penalties. Oh, it's so bad. Because we need football to be football again. But guys, thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoyed the weekend. Be kind to each other. Love one another. And always remember, Fuck Fuck the the Cowboys. Cowboys.